Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to working with someone truly nightmarish, it can often feel like they can get away with anything. Sometimes it seems they time the absolute worst stuff just when no one is around to see it, leaving any reporting of the issue to become a he said, she said sort of situation. Other times, they might just really be able to get away with screaming at you no matter who's there. It could be in front of co-workers, or in some instances, in front of an actual audience, who just sit there watching feeling powerless to say anything. And that's exactly what happened to Alice at the age of 22 in front of 150 people. My name's Sam Blacker, and you're listening to I Work With A Nightmare. In 2005, I was hired on to be her assistant stage manager for a play um, that had been running in the town of Sacramento, California for something like eight years at that point. It was the same show over and over again. Alice had been training to get into theatre work for some time and was very excited when she finally landed her first job. But it turned out this big opportunity would be far more than she expected and it was all because of her boss. She had, I had gone through training as a professional stage manager. I'd gone through some training with a professional stage manager. And she decided to go professional. And I was part of the reason why she decided to go professional. And that's really when things went off the rails. As it almost always is, things seemed fine at first. Well, at first, she seemed fine. Um, a big part of it is that she had another producer there that was just as involved in the show. She was the producer of the company. And she'd had other producers involved. So it wasn't, I wasn't always directly dealing with her. So there was the safety net of other producers and other workers keeping Alice safe and unaware of what was to come. But a structure change would bring that safety to an end. And when she decided to go, what we consider in the United States, called, it's called equity. When she decided to go union, meaning joining the actors' union, she decided to take it on herself and... She just, she probably bit off more than she could chew, but it was more than that. It was, it was that she probably always had this attitude in her that I just never really saw. The nightmare bosses and co-workers never really come out strong in the beginning. First, the cracks start to appear with small bits of behaviour, little comments and just ever so slightly outlandish requests. It's generally a case of escalation. And while things did get bigger and more out of control for Alice, in this situation, 
it did seem as though the cracks were pretty big to begin with. I looked at getting another job during that time period because it wasn't a full-time position. And she got very angry with me and was like, how dare you hurt me by getting this other job? How dare you look for another position? And I'd be very much like, what do you mean? Like, and here I am 22. I mean, I'm a kid. And so I'm 22 going, well, you know, I want to move out of my parents' house and blah, blah, blah. And she would be very much like, I'll fire you if you get another job. This was Alice's dream job. The whole thing she'd been working towards. So naturally, she took a threat of being fired pretty seriously. So I got worried and didn't look for another job because I was a young kid. I didn't know any better, you know, and I wanted to keep this as my first real professional job in theatre. It's a big deal when you go professional. But the issue never truly went away. The accusation of disloyalty would follow Alice throughout her time working there and her boss would regularly use that to manipulate. But with an added side effect that many of us don't really have a defence against. She basically cried, you know, at me about how I didn't care about her. Crying. It's hard to fight and defend yourself when your attacker is using the tool of the victim. It's even harder when you're 22 and have zero experience with this. And naturally, things began to escalate after that. The power moves of a nightmare boss began to appear, starting with unnecessary job requests. She made it clean the bathrooms. As a stage manager, as a union stage manager, I had to clean the bathrooms and do the box office because she, quote-unquote, had nobody else. And the yelling continued as well. But it would no longer just happen in those private moments. Part of being a union member is I was the union steward as a stage manager, and part of that is that I have to follow union rules, which is pretty standard in most union jobs. All unions are like that. (laughs) Well, when I was doing the job, she very much would argue with me constantly and tell me I was wrong and all this stuff. And I'd be like just following. So we're given union books. The books tell you like what to do. And I literally have to like hold the book up to her in the middle of rehearsal and be like, it says right here we're supposed to be doing this. And she'd be screaming at me, you know, you do what I say, you do what I say in front of actors. And I'd be over here going, but I'm just trying to follow the union rules. This woman held the power. The actors definitely didn't have other jobs. And the threats of firing would have kept many in check, holding themselves back from coming to Alice's aid. And that, in turn, only emboldened her attacker. So with no sign of the screaming and yelling ending, Alice turned to a position of authority for help. At one point, we had the union come and visit it. They, they normally visit new union members. And I kind of pulled them aside and was like, yeah, so, you know, I didn't want to lose my job. But at the same time, I kind of pulled them in and they, she got a little bit of a slap on the wrist for that. And so it improved for like a couple of weeks. And then she went back to her old ways where she would scream at me because I told her we had to stop rehearsal at, you know, 11.30. So that's, that's what the union book said. So the union weren't much help either, and things were really beginning to take a toll on Alice. I used to go home, and I wouldn't sleep for hours and hours because I just couldn't, because I was so anxious about everything that was going on there. It was a tremendous amount of stress for myself and the company manager. I didn't eat, I didn't sleep. I just basically was just at the, the mercy of this woman who kept telling me how much I should appreciate her because she'd given me this, this opportunity to become a union stage manager, but I was at the point where I was going, what am I doing with my life? It didn't seem like the abuse and belittlement would stop until something happened that was completely out of everyone's control. She got too stressed out. She has an autoimmune disorder, and she got so stressed out that she her autoimmune, autoimmune disorder 
would um, w- like get kicked in the gear. And so she was actually out of the um, theater for a long time, for like two months, which was long. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. The company manager, who was also the technical director, and myself were like extremely excited because she wasn't there. The crew, workers, and most of all, Alice, all felt a giant sense of relief. Their boss would still communicate with them over the phone, but the element of distance brought a sense of safety that helped all of them breathe a little easier. Unfortunately, this wasn't something that would last forever, and when Alice's boss returned, she returned with a vengeance. Like a bomb had been set off, she came back angrier than ever. The show that ran for eight years, she decided to to, um, do it again, and her previous cast wasn't available, so because she had cast these people that were fairly new to the show, and she wasn't as comfortable for them as well. And so basically it was three months of her going off the rails, literally, where she was just like constantly screaming at everybody, getting angry at the cast, throwing fits in the middle of a rehearsal, and I'd have to like walk her out and get her to go outside so she could go, you know, she'd yell at me for 20 minutes. So her boss was clearly anxious about the show, angry, unwell, and extremely on edge. I'm not saying this to excuse her, but to help you understand why things escalated even further. Because they did. Um, She screamed at me during that show in front of the audience. So what was the reason for this unprecedented outburst? A technical issue. After a show one day, she wouldn't replace this amp, and I had this, and this amp had this problem with popping, and so as a stage manager, I made the decision to adjust the sound level so it wasn't as loud during the show itself, during this musical, and so the popping wasn't as annoying, and she literally stopped me in front of the entire audience after the show and screamed at me about how terrible the stage manager was and how dare she hired me and blah, 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 blah. And I mean, literally to the point where the company manager had to come out and like get like like physically get her away from the audience in order for her to leave because she was so frothing about it. And it was like it, it had nothing to do with me. It had to do with the fact that she cast people she wasn't comfortable with who weren't as good singers as the previous cast. When you work with someone like Alice's boss, it can be easy to become trapped. The behaviour becomes normalised, and you become accustomed to just enduring the abuse. But this wasn't normal, and her boss's escalation served as a wake-up call to Alice. Yeah, and I just feel like that was kind of a defining point. And at that point, I mean, both the company manager and I were like, you want to get the hell out of here? (laughs) It was just not okay. So Alice started looking for work elsewhere, but it turned out the problem would actually resolve itself even faster than expected. Well, the company fell apart. She owed money. She owed $20,000 or something. And so she collapsed the company. And at that point, I was like, thank God. I mean, it was out of, I was out of a job, but I also was like, I don't want to go back to that. <laughs> and Alice's luck continued. After being forced out of work, a close friend helped her secure another job almost immediately. But this didn't mean her former boss was out of her life. After everything that had happened, her former employer reached out. But it wasn't to apologise. So after she collapsed the company, her autoimmune disorder kicked in so bad that she doesn't she didn't work for like a year plus. And 
she got very frustrated with me that I wasn't working in theater anymore because she was like, how dare you? I trained you. And I basically was like, leave me alone. And, you know, in, in not nice terms and blocked her on all social media and email at the time period. And I haven't heard from her since, so I don't know what's up with her now. She was just awful. It's a story of escape, but not without loss. Alice is still working with the company she moved to after the horror of her theatre job and hasn't worked in theatre since. But she's happy and has definitely learned some lessons about what to look out for. If this story has brought back memories to you or maybe connects with an experience you're currently going through, please feel free to get in touch through my website, samblacker.com. I'd love to share your story too. I'll be back with another episode, but until then, good luck at work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 